welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theatre in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Sashay out of your windmills, throw on your clogs, and pick up some tulips, because Drag Race is going to the Netherlands. And we're going to break down everything we currently know, which is not too much. Joining me for the fun are the fabulous Devona Monique and Desiree Dick. Hello, how are you? Hiya, hiya, hello. Hi. <laughs> we have more Drag Race to talk about. This is crazy. 2020 is going too for much. it. I think it's like so crazy to me that Priyanka literally like could that even like like <laughs> hang her scepter on her nightstand without hollering me like here we are bitch like we're ready. Priyanka got two weeks, is it? Yeah, and and you know what? We should all praise Priyanka. Priyanka is a very will- worthy winner. I'm very very personally happy for her. Um, but now we're going to Holland. We, we we've got to Canada. We're going to Holland, and yeah, this is a weird setup for the show because we didn't get like a meet the queens videos we don't know any of the guest judges we know the host who used to do drag right well did that? yeah so let, let, let's talk about the facts that we know so far it's debuting friday september 18th on videoland and wow presents plus it's yeah. hosted by fred van leer we know nothing about guest judges or other judges but it has been reported that Dutch queen Diva Mayday will be involved in the show in some capacity, whether she is one of the right-wing, right-hand um, panelists or what, she will be involved based on what she has posted on social media. Um, for those who don't know who Fred Van Leer is, he is a 43-year-old um, who spent 15 years as a drag queen in Rotterdam. He is the oh. former mentor on Project Runway Holland and hosts the Dutch version of Say Yes to the Dress. And he's basically a celebrity stylist. He's also done America's, uh, he also did a, a Holland's Next Top Model. Right. Or like like one of those. So he has yeah. a lot of experience. Yeah, so he, he he's definitely a, a queer personality in Holland. Um, and he seems like he's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. He's cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. And I, so, know that, I, and I know there's like rumors of like Nikki tutorials might be a guest judge oh, or might yeah. be a guest Yeah. I think he's. Which will make her the first transgendered woman to host uh, in Drag Race history. Yeah, because I think some of her videos, she did collab with girls from Holland. Yes, she she has. Um, But no right or wrong answers here. How much do the two of you know about the Netherlands? I don't know too much. I just like, like I said, I know a few queens from there that like I ran across in Brooklyn and New York. Um, They were all really sweet and they all have like a very interesting type of drag. I think yeah. I think that is very reminiscent of um, like a Puerto Rican drag where there's like really like club kitty artistic art and then there's like very pageant. It's kind of like that realm of like uh, in that same sphere. Like they're in the same neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I've never been to the Netherlands before. It's somewhere I would love to go. I've heard great things. I heard you can do a lot of fun things you can't do here. Yeah. Um, you can purchase a lot of things you can't purchase here, legally. <laughs> um, but I, I'm excited. So I want to start off and give you some fast facts about the Netherlands. Are you ready? Sure. All right. This is the most important thing that I learned so far. You can no longer call the Netherlands Holland. To clarify, okay. the Netherlands consists of 12 provinces, and Holland is an area made up of two provinces, North Holland and South Holland. Historically, Holland was the area that contributed the most to the Dutch kingdom's economy and wealth, thus becoming a common name to indicate the entire country. This was until January 2020, when the Dutch government officially dropped its country's nickname, referring to itself as the Netherlands, in an effort to rebrand its international image. Okay. So, a game every time one of us calls Holland the Netherlands, that you have to stop the listener. Right. Now, I think it's absolutely fascinating knowing this fact, and the show is called Drag Race Holland. Holland. Mm-hmm. Not Netherlands. Right. Weird. Very interesting. Um, clearly I mean, created by some Americans. Yeah. I said Dragon yeah. Netherlands has a completely different ring to it. I, like, I agree. More for that. Okay. Well, the Netherlands has the highest population density in Europe with 17,140,098 in 33,720 square kilometers, which is about 508 people per square kilometer. According to the 2020 World Happiness Report, the Netherlands is the sixth happiest country in the world. There are more bicycles than people with 22 million bikes. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. The Netherlands has the highest English proficiency in the world with 90% to 93% of the population speaking English. A fifth of the population is foreign-born, mainly coming from Turkey, Suriname, Morocco, Antilles, and Aruba. There are over 1,000 windmills in the Netherlands. The Dutch produce 6 million souvenir clogs each year. Almost 80% of the world's flower bulbs come from the Netherlands. Orange is the national color of the Netherlands, and speaking of orange, the Dutch turned carrots orange. The prostitution is legal and regulated in the Netherlands, as is operating a brothel. It was legalized in 2000. Yay, yay, sex work. Yeah, so that's some some fast facts about Holland. Um, I feel like, and with all that being said, I think, like, the runways are going to be incredible, because I think, like, it just has such a rich history, and plus all of the facts that I cannot wait to see the clog runway. And if a queen does not make like a clog dress, I will. Right. I will be. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely gonna be a tulip runway. There's gonna be a clog runway. Ooh, now, it, I think it's important again um, for when 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 I would talk about Drag Race Canada or UK, we know it's a, it's a little more accessible as as what their um, queer um, representation is and how their countries accept them and i think it's important for the listeners again to know a little bit about um the lgbtqia community in the netherlands and here are some more interesting tidbits in 1911 christian-based political parties enacted article 24bb 248bis that raised the age of consent for homosexuality to 21 while the age of consent for heterosexuality remained at 16. The first Dutch gay bar, The Empire, was first mentioned in 1911 and existed until late 1930s. 
The number of gay bars grew rapidly and clustered in the 1960s, forming many gay streets. In the 1940s, Dutch psychiatrists and clergy began to see homosexuality as a minor mental illness. In 1971, the Article 248BIS was repealed and Dutch mental health institutes stopped treating homosexuality as an illness. Okay, great. In 1987, the world's first gay memorial in a public space, Homo Monument, was opened in the center of Amsterdam. The Dutch Parliament enacted the Equal Rights Law, which included sexual orientation as a category legally protected against discrimination in 1993. Amsterdam Gay Pride was established in 1996, followed by the Gay Games in 1998. Dutch law began granting same-sex couples domestic partnership benefits on January 1st, 1998 as an alternative for marriage, but the Netherlands became the first country in the world to legalize same-sex marriage in 2001. They sound... A 2006 European poll showed the Dutch to be the strongest supporters of same-sex marriage at 82%. Bravo! So... That, that's so interesting because there's a like there, there sounds like there was a lot of push and pull on like yes. like gay rights like we accept you we don't accept you we accept you fully but we don't accept you 100 percent like you know yeah. what i mean they're, yeah. more, they're more progressive i, I want to move already yeah they, they are definitely more progressive i mean i was watching a couple of videos where people would interview um some people on the street and be like do you accept homosexuality and like duh yeah fine it's cool whatever and that's just not the case here and it's kind of a breath of fresh imagine, air to see imagine these teens because like they're they're allowed to have like so many types of drugs on set so imagine oh. how, like, <laughs> imagine a girl like imagine like coked up on the runway and being like oh you smell my look bitch are they confessionals yes well i'm very excited we are now finally able to talk about our 10 contestants for the season um the way we're going to do it is we are going to go from quote unquote worst to first on how we predict the queens will do on the season yes um because there are no meet the queens videos basically all we had to go on is social media um and any bios that were put out on um social media on the social media or through uh, some articles on entertainment tonight uh entertainment weekly had a couple things i do would like to preface that i believe these were um bios given by the production team to these outlets i think some of the paragraphs are lost in translation because i'm going to read some of the um phrases <laughs> and it's not going to make sense also um pronouns are a little wonky for certain people. I think that um, some people go back and forth. So I want to try to be as respectful to the pronouns, Mm -hmm. but I don't know some of them because they're not giving me the information to do that. Also, I want to say that like, um, I was like doing research from the Drag Race production team. Did you know like some of those producers have worked like for the Oscars and have like worked for like Vogue and like, like it has such a vast way of like, where people come from walks of life of working and that's why they have so many connections yep. and that's why i thought it's like so fascinating that they get like they continually to get pronouns wrong and continually to get things wrong yeah it, it's wild experience it's like it's, it's it's very it's very fascinating to me that people can yeah. be like oh i work yeah. for the oscars but like i don't know i don't know the difference between like gender fluid and like non-binary like you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah. well we we're going to talk about the cast and i think it's a uh again for holland this is a pretty diverse cast Mm -hmm. 
um, just based on the ethnic makeup of what Holland is. So we're going to start from the worst, and we have ranked Mama Queen as our number ten. Um, oh, Dennis, we all did? Uh, not not we we all didn't put her as number ten, but uh, rank, uh, the sum of it was. Um, I put her at seven. The two of you did put her at ten. Um, so Dennis Bill Javeld is thirty years old from Rotterdam, and I'm going to read the bio. Dennis or Mama Queen has always had a strong fascination with how gender construction develops socially. Mama Queen is the mother of House of Holographic Hose, a drag house in Rotterdam. Mama Queen identifies as non-binary, not necessarily male or female. Mama Queen is a true conceptual look queen. Unique are the designs of, Mama, of Paramount Important. Mama Queen takes care of anyone who needs it. Yeah, I saw their Instagram. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, from what I've seen on, on, on Instagram, Mama loves her themselves perhaps a little more than they should. Yeah, it's I think, I, 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 I saw from their Instagram, they do, they are very, um, I, I think my problem with Mama Queen was, like, she, I think she thinks she's more conceptual than she actually is. Yes. And I think it's like, and every queen in all walks of life, whether you're a pageant queen or you're a club kid, whether you're an, like uh, an aesthetics queen or whatever you, whatever you helm at, you're like, this is the kind of queen or this is what I do, is some form uh have some form of gender expression where they question themselves as being trans or being uh, gender, like non-binary. So I think to be like, oh, I like, I really, like, I really break down gender. I'm like, that's not new. Mm -hmm. The helmet is a thing that's like new. It's kind of like, okay, girl, but like, can you brush out a wig? You know what I mean? There's something about Mama that radiates mediocrity for me compared to the rest of the cast. I think they are very interesting. They have some, cool ideas and concepts and, uh, and and ideals but i'm not excited about them at all really i'm not either also but that but i will say that nose is pinched like that nose yeah. contour is down <laughs> and i live for a queen with a great nose contour i just think that like i said like also like that look they wore was like really discombobulated from like that like really weird like, yeah let's let's yeah. talk about this look yeah it was like saggy on top and then the bottom was kind of yeah because i mean i'm gonna blame the pose a little bit also but like the material just does not fit but also do we have to yeah does the producer gave them that costume because we hear that now and then they do that yeah yeah i'm not sure if this was theirs or if this was um given to them I mean, everything kind of looks expensive except that basic corset, which is really the focal point of the look. Um, I just don't stop, love it. But can drag queens just stop wearing like corsets over anything in <laughs> yeah. drag and fashion? Because I'm so over it, and it like it looks terrible. Like but I, I will hate say, a corset over a cat suit. Like it's so gross. Yeah, I will say I do love this hair. Yeah, um, really this pretty. hair is one of the best of all the contestants. Um, and and, sh and they do a really good makeup job. They have a crown. Yeah, so well, a couple of them have the them. crowns. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious if that was part of their um, prompts. But yeah, I um, I sadly think I have to boot this look. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I I just like the the top part and then the bottom was kind of off. But I mean, yeah, I'm not into it at all. Yeah, I think the red the red corset may have been given to them because they needed red for the yeah. look. Um, you know what I think happened? You know what I think happened? I think what happened was they said, "Hey, 
I'm going to be on Canada's Drag Race. Oh, my God. I have so many friends that do so many amazing things. I have a friend who can make custom corsets. I have a friend who makes really great hair. I have a friend who makes really great skirts. Oh, my God. I should, like, utilize all of them and this look and be proud to wear their design. That's what it sounds like happened instead of just, like, choosing one conceptual look or idea of, like that represents them that is done 100%. Because it feels like the corset was, like, 30%. The skirt was, like, uh, 27%. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, what I, I feel like happened. Yeah. So you tooting or booting it? I'm oh, totally booting it. Like, no. The audience went 51% toot, 49% boot. So very, very yeah. split on Miss Mama Queen. I will say that I think Mama may be the instigator of the season for however long they last on the show. I can just see them having a big ego and being that instigator in the, if they have an untucked style. Um, like a, a little fighty. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't... <laughs> I don't see them as a winner at all. Yeah, me either. All right. Coming in in our ninth spot, room service. Oh. Willem Pasterkamp, 21 years old from Urk. As a drag queen, room is unique in this group of queens. Room has no affinity with live performing in clubs or other stages. Everything she does is online. On Room's own YouTube channel, many people are encouraged to always be yourself. Again, there's that weird verbiage. Um, she believes that drag is so much more than just performing. The bingos, the lip syncs, all fun, but not for her. Room grew up in the epicenter of the Dutch Bible Belt, Irk, and knows better than anyone what it is like to grow up in an environment where it is not always easy. Jeez. Friends, we have another bedroom queen without a lick of performance experience on Drag Race. Okay, I like. I want to say you. One, the first thing I want to say is you guys said she had uh, the queen. Um, um, the queen before had the best hair. I think Room has the best hair out of the best because that beautiful piece is gorgeous. Because um, she's that queen who can like get who has such a striking mug. She can get away with like the flat human hair wigs. So when you like add like a really like fantastic sculptural, that takes your like that takes your drag to gal to out of this galaxy for mm -hmm. me at least. Um, and I know she's like really famous for YouTube. She used to do this series where she would like reenact Drag Race. Yeah. And like, um, and it was like, it got really Rob Paul, Rob Paul Dark Race. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it was a really good big thing. I actually used to see it like on Instagram all the time and it was like hilarious. So, yeah. and I think like creating a following without the Drag Race title behind you was extremely hard, especially online, especially being from like not in the US. So I do commend her for that. And I think like, she was, which like she's just shown that she's like built um, a following off of her personality, which is really hard. But I think like, is she going to be one of those queens where like everything is like done from like the neck the up and like yeah. the shoulders up, like, and then like everything else is a minute? Like what? Like the boots she's wearing in her dress, like it just the bottom just looks so completely off. Yeah, you know, she just worked up on top and. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to be wrong because I'm very excited by everything that I've seen of Room. Um, but based on just archetypes of what the show has given us in the international versions recently, it's like we're watching Gothy and Scaredy Cat again and watching Kine all over again. Yeah, but we also have to remember, Queens like Miss Fame like made it really far, even though she didn't win in challenges, just because her looks were so good. And she has so much like Ako Taco personality, the judges just fell in love with it and kept wanting to give her a chance, but she just kept, didn't want to go through. So I feel like Room is going to go either one of those ways. Either they're going to have the Miss Fame route or they're going to have the, um, 
the happy like Zagafi Kendall route and like just like hit it. Yeah, because like you know, they don't perform. Yeah, I mean, um, if, for those who don't know, um, chiming off of what you just said, "room" means fame in Dutch. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Crazy. But this look, I mean, this is fashion. Look it up, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Like this is, if you saw this on a runway, I I I I'd buy From it. The From the right? Yeah. I mean, I think the nail gloves are fierce, and the gold the belt with the eye. Those are Freddie Cougar like spray the gold. Yeah. But that that belt with the eye is just so creepy yeah. and menacing. So comfy, like so next yeah. level. A lot, like, a lot of them have eyes too in their pictures. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- little... That is true. Yeah. Um, what I will say, I love about it. Um, sorry, I keep cutting you off. So Go for it. Um, I think like that's what I think. Like I think drag, a hundred percent right now is moving really more into this artist like conceptual piece of contextualizing what gender means and what beauty means, and also faint like room service. Fame service is a great drag name. Yeah. Um, probably one of the best drag names I've ever heard. So with all of that combined, I'm really excited to see what they bring. But like I said, do I think they're gonna like? Do I think they're gonna do well? They might win a mini challenge or two, but like that's it. Yeah, I yeah. see that too. And and whatever they bring on the runway will probably be pretty sickening. Um, what w- was interesting? We talked about Mama. Um, we think they added the red to the corset. Room doesn't have any red really on this look, aside the from lips. the lips. Yeah. So that Maybe. that I thought was quite interesting. Yeah, maybe she but like have, that's like, such a like, fashion aesthetic queen thing to kind of do. Yeah, um, it's almost like they said this red, white, and blue is your prompt with gold, but room, you're too pretty. You don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this a toot, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Toot. From the waist up, I'm gonna give it a toot. From the waist down, it's a boot. Yeah. The toot. audience went 92% toot, 8% boot. They really loved room. Yeah. Well, my question is, she is a queen of the digital age, but how will she translate on stage? It's kind of like Suju, right? So yeah. Same thing. Could have been exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like we've not had many, uh, quote unquote, um, content queens do very well on the show. So true. maybe this one will be, will be the breakout. All right. You ready for number eight? Yeah. Sure. This will be the first time I say, I apologize if I get your name wrong. Megan Schoonbrood. Oh, is that the... Uh, <laughs> what the... Michael Schoonbrood is 32 years old from Rotterdam. Michael is better known as the popular and extrava- extravagant queen Megan Schoonbrood from Rotterdam and has been in the business for more than half of his life. Over the years, Megan Schoonbrood has emerged as a true show diva. She is sympathetic, articulate, clever, extravagant, beautiful, classic, and a little bit trashy. She has 21 number one pageant titles and received the dusty tiara for her many years of community of commitment to the LGBTI community. Driven by competitive competitiveness, she is not afraid to take on a challenge. She looks like she just does a lot of just pretty ish drag. I mean, she won a lot of titles, but she pageant queen. The creativity. Hopefully, she gets something extra in her. Yeah. You know, they're just pretty. It's all I see besides like room service and her makeup and the other girls. Yeah, I mean, they she's are the pageant queen. She's a really, she looks like she has a really sharp eye for like aesthetics and like, um, like what she wants to bring to the table. Um, her wigs are really great. Her mm-hmm. makeup's like really clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, this dress, I'm not a huge fan of the dress, 
but no. I am like, <laughs> but I am, but I do like where the, I, I think I understand what the idea of the dress was. I just think, think the execution is just a little all over the place for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're a pageant queen. They know how, they know how pageants work, but we've also seen certain pageant queens on the show not do so well on the yeah. first season of their franchise. But she also looks like that bar girl and like that brunch girl mm-hmm. who can like, you know, post like can like she looks like the kind of queen that like, you know, starts at like gets up at seven AM and bad, like hosts two brunches back to back, goes to the night and yeah. then like does a happy hour and then does a night show and then like, all right, bye, I'm leaving. Like that's yeah. what she looks like. Um she is the second Indonesian queen to participate on the show after Raja. Oh really? Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's talk about this look a little bit. Uh, she's wearing a crown because I guess she can. Uh, but if you're a pageant winner, wear something better. Like this tool, um, this is just a reminder why I hate tools so much. It's too big. It just makes her look a little too chunky in her yeah. neck. It's kind of lost as well. I think the thing with tool, and if in any time you're doing it, I think when it comes to tool dresses, you have to go real, you have to either do like a, um, what is that? Uh, a, like a waterfall um, headline. Mm-hmm. Or you have to do like a belted moment to really cinch in that waist to make it make sense. Or otherwise, they're going to look insane like this. Look. Yeah, and I, I mean, she's got a belt here, but it's just not helping because it I, just floofs. I don't like her no, shoes. Know. That yeah. hair is really great. Um, that hair is great. The hair is I mean, yeah. The hair is the hair is good. Um, I don't know how much she's done with those lips, but they are pumped up. I do love lips. Um, But she's doing that thing like, oh my God, my chin is so big. Let me pump up my lips so you don't notice and it's working. Um, Yeah. And her makeup, like I went through her Instagram and it's like her makeup, um, her makeup was um, like, sometimes it was like really good and sometimes it was just kind of mediocre. And her started like in 2019. Interesting. Well, that that, that is very interesting because it says that she's been working for half her life and she's 32. So she's been doing it since she's 16. I think that's going to be her biggest thing where she's going to have to be, I think the biggest thing with her is going to be, she's going to have to be bringing that experience of like 15 years of doing drag every time she hits the runway because they're not going to give, that kind of queen, they never give you the cutoff of just being like, oh, you just had an okay runway or you just like did this. You have to bring it every time. Yeah, my burning question is they have an extensive resume prior to the show, but would that equal drag race success? I don't know. It's true. It's a lot of pressure. Because, like, we have, we've had amazing pageant queens like Alyssa and Trinity mm-hmm. uh, and girls like that who do either very well or do a kind of mediocre in the middle, you know? Yeah. So will yeah. she be a Jada or an Alyssa or will she be, like, Coco. a Coco Montrose in your home? And a Starzia Nakwe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I am definitely giving this look a boot. Okay. Yeah, me too. Same... The audience went 38% to 62% boot. Yeah, girl, they were not feeling it. No. I do like her uh, crown ring as well, though. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, got, it's got pieces, but as a complete look... Yeah, it's come back. Nah. Yeah. All right. Next up, another name. I'm going to butcher it. I apologize. Um, Sirajin, also oh, known yeah. as Serge Queek. kind of looked like Jimbo. <laughs> Yes, let's, I will get, we will get to that. Age 26 from Antwerp. What? Sitter-Jean is the only Flemish queen in the competition, and she is a real comedy queen. The special and unique thing about Sitter-Jean is that she is an elderly lady, while Serge is still in the prime of his life. 
Most queens always want to stay young and look as young as possible, but Cedar Jean doesn't care about that. Cedar Jean is notorious and famous in Belgium, where she has been showing her skills for nine years in solo shows, club nights, and in theaters. She has no, uh, not she's now mastered the Amsterdam scene and is ready to conquer the hearts of the Netherlands. Cedar Jean is an internationally booked talent, including his own show on Mykonos. Cedar Jean's oh. main message, drag is fun. Oh yeah, she looks very campy, big energy. She's a gorgeous man. And a sexy oh, ass man. Right? Oh yeah, um, we love a queen who paints older and is doing it for comedy. She's also a, a kink-friendly performer. Ooh, but like, oh, I, 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 yes. I, like we, I feel like we have our Jimbo. We found our oddball. We can fall in love for. Yeah, I think. I think like, I love, yeah, I love queens from the school of like Barla G. Merman mm-hmm. and like Meghan Like, I love those kind of queens because my favorite drag queens are queens who don't do anything that I do. Like, those are my favorite types mm-hmm. of, like, campy queens. But my th- my biggest thing with those campy queens are you really have to nail out that aesthetic of, like, being campy and having a great mug at the same time, or you are rarely ever taken seriously. Yeah, that is um, yeah. And those looks have to be, like, like, we, like, we, like last season, like, we will talk about um, she, she who shall not be named had some of the best looks. And like really nailed down her aesthetic. Um, she is a terrible person, but I think also it's like this is like where the girl, like the camp queens, kind of fall short, where their looks, where their like comedy and personality and like their talent is like beaming, or it's like a drinks monsoon situation where it's so much talent and so much um, knowledge of drag, but it's never like the looks are never as great as they can be. Right, and I think Cedar Jean falls kind of in the middle. I don't think this is yeah, going to be the champion, um, but I'm excited for what they're going to bring. Um, this look, though, I could personally do without part of it. Yeah, the big... Bow. Oh, this look is horrible. Yeah, um, she deliberately paints old and campy, so you can't knock her for that part of the look, but that fucking sequin bow, it's obnoxious, oh. and paired <laughs> with the tiny scepter and the tiny crown, oh, it makes no like- sense. These wild like necklace jewels, like what, girl? You, you don't even and see it. And these like really cunty Lady Gaga nails, like I don't, I don't get it. This isn't Queen. This is Court Jester. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm booting this immediately. Oh my yeah. god! And this little like no, I'm sorry. In the promo, she has something different though. What what is that? It's like a, Does like she? a lollipop thingy. Yeah, it's, it's just a different kind of scepter. She got yeah. it's a it's a bigger scepter. Um, but yeah, this look is just not the ticket, but I'm still excited for what they're going to bring on the show. I think they're going to bring a lot of personality, probably a lot of good TV moments, and maybe like yeah. a couple of reads. He's the trade of the season, definitely. And, and that's the thing. It's like you, the first glance, you're like, oh, it's, it's the oldest person on the cast. And then you're like, wait, no, it's not. Because everyone thought Jinx, when she, like her promo picture was all wacky. They were like, oh, she's going home first. And then whoop. Yeah, so, I will say those wild, are, those wild cards are fine because you never know what you're going to get from them. Yeah, Th- this definitely is going to be our Jimbo for the season. I think because there are so many people who are still upset that Jimbo didn't make it to the finale, I could see Cedar Jean getting a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question is, she is going to be red for her old lady gimmick, but can the shtick stick it out long for the long haul? Yeah, and can she portray like a different type of like? color differency than the other curls because yeah you can only see that 
pretty as campy, and I don't know if she can get outside of that box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think what my favorite thing about like like the like as the trade of the season has come in, they're either like really like beauty like aesthetic amazing queens, or they're campy psychos like no, you know what I mean, and like can really ham it up. So I'm excited to I'm excited to see like you said like if she can get out that box and if she can do different things. Yeah. Because if she's if she's a jack of all trades but still can master what she does, that will guarantee her in the top spot. But I don't know if that's I don't know if that's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah checking her Instagram, I I see like more sexy and campy. I don't see. A lot. Yeah. Well, I think the three of us booted it. The audience went 32% to 68% boot. Okay. Yeah. I see. We're all on the same page. All right. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah. Oh. We got Miss Abby OMG, Henrique oh. Dos Santos, 25 from Amsterdam. Henrique grew up in Brazil before coming to the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, he got involved with the Dutch drag community, and this is how the flamboyant Miss Abby OMG was born, a real creative outlet, and she is a star in the making. Abby OMG is known for her energetic and sexy performances, glamorous and with a touch of ghetto, a sweetheart, but also a strong woman who will not be fooled. She performs next to America's best-known drag stars and is a much-booked entertainer in the Netherlands and abroad. Besides being a solo performer, she is also part of the well-known Amsterdam drag house, Mermaid's Mansion. She will leave you saying, OMG. Yeah, like, her looks on Instagram are amazing. They're fucking hot. They're sexy both ways. They're kind of like the plastique tiara kind of thing. And apparently they know Madame, she knows Madame Madness. Yep, they're all from, yeah. Yeah, so it's what I really love about what I really love about her, her makeup specifically. I feel like there's a lot of queens who are um, of color who kind of like try to hide their features, mm-hmm. and she really kind of embraces her features. Yeah, she she yeah. really embraces. She overdraws her lips. She like highlights her nose in a way where it's like you really pay attention to her nose, and it really kind of adds to her face. Her looks are spectacular. Absolutely, um, she is a natural pictures. beauty. A model like, too. I, this was in my um this is why she's in my top three. I think she's gonna go really far. Just because she she's very, very polished and she's also a modern type of polished. You can be kinda of like a gender fuck too. Yeah. Yeah. At, exactly. at times. I can I can tell she's also gonna be a bit of a spitfire. Oh yeah, she's yeah. gonna be sassy. Oh, she's gonna be so sassy. Because you can tell she is like I said, she is someone who embraces all things about drag and all of herself. She so she's going to be the type of queen that comes in that competition. You throw something at her, she's like, okay, let's do it. And those um, are the kind of queens that are very far. She also seems like she's going to be the stunt queen of the season. Yeah. And I hope so. The lip sync's probably mm-hmm. good with her. Now, let's talk about the name a little bit. Her name comes from Abigail Lemon Party, one of Roger's alter egos on American Dad. That's oh my God. God. She just stole my heart. I just stole my heart. So basically what happened is the first, she went with that, she originally was going to be Abigail Lemon Party, and then um, it was going to be just Abby, and then when the first time she got into drag, her brother saw her, and the first words out of his mouth was, OMG. Oh, so, she, Miss Abby OMG. Like, like, for that kind of reference with your name is such like a nerdy, like, yeah. weirdo mm-hmm. thing yeah. to do. And, what's, and to be that kind of queen to do it with that match is, is brilliant. Now yeah, let's talk about the look a little bit. Size. Yeah. Um, this look is another tool nightmare. She's completely swallowed by it. Um, I wish that we can see that jewel on her chest because it looks sexy. Um, yeah. I love her the tattoo. crown though. That crown is really cool. 
It sucks because it's like you go through her Instagram and there are all these like really cool conceptual looks and like really like cool takes on silhouettes and like the makeup is gorgeous and the hair is great and it matches everything well all on her Instagram. And then you get to this look and it's so discombobulated. Yeah, it's like, like a the boss shoes are a little Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Mm. With a coat and that's it. And exactly. then the white gloves. It's like yeah. Yeah. Mm. The shoes too. It's, it's... I really love her eye makeup, but I'm not sure I love the red brows, but I get why she has the red brows. Just not my favorite for this. Yeah. Um, I sadly, unfortunately, have to give it a boot. Yeah, but also, like like I said, I just like want to say, for people we have seen with terrible, like, um, like um, runway-like looks, or I mean, like, um, promo looks have also done very well in a company. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and that's what, that's what is excite me, excites me, because... I think she's going to be good TV. Is she going to be a contender for a crown? Maybe, maybe not. But she's still someone I'm really excited to see on television. I think she's going to be good TV, good lines, good lip syncs, good looks. Um, yeah. Just this promo kind of gave but, her. But yeah, the, the look for me yeah. is a boot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The audience went 25% to 75% boot. Yeah. All right. Next, so we have. Human hair queen, so you know that hair game is going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's flat too. All right. Next, we have Janae Jackie, Justin Moyer, twenty-eight from The Haug. For ten years, Justin has performed in drag as Janae Jackie, the ultimate fantasy of a pop princess. Justin grew up in Volderdam, the breeding ground for Dutch talent. Janae Jackie is sweet with a small bite and whose dose of spice with a dose of spice. She is a stage animal and known internationally for her unique shows. She has performed in the U.S. and Greece and has been seen on Dutch television before. She is renowned for her looks, dance talent, and unstoppable energy. There really is no one like JJ. Ooh, I can see, like, a dancing queen, big attitude. Yeah, so she is a judge on the show All Together Now Netherlands, and we all know my affinity for a previous judge on All Together Now UK, who was on a season of Drag Race UK and yeah. did not win the crown when they should have won the crown. So, uh, Judge Davida DeCampo. So, I'm already excited about uh, Janae Jackie. So, we, so there is this, there are, there, um, I'll say in New York, there are a lot of queens who can do uh, Brooklyn and uh, Manhattan drag. Mm-hmm. And she looks like that kind of girl to me that can come into Brooklyn and, like, you know, pull off like a really cool sweater dress and like a really cool like curly wig and gives you like that good old Thor Thor fantasy of like old school Brooklyn, but can also go to Manhattan with the best of them, like a Brita or like a Pixie Aventura and twirl the house down boots. And she looks like she's like right in the middle of that. And like, that's yeah. what I really like about her. I, I think she evokes classic drag and she's very much the most American drag of this cast. Yeah, you can tell. She wears a lot of leotard. Mm-hmm. She, you can tell she's like a bit of a bar queen. Yeah. That's, um, what, that's what I mean. Like, she's a very like she would come up in the school of like a Bob the Drag Queen and like that kind of like era. That's what she looks like. Yeah, um, definitely a great entertainer, great presence from the videos that I've seen. She is the former um, Miss Fish 2013, uh, which is a Dutch pageant. Yeah, I I, I think she's going to be very interesting and fun to watch. Um, this look, I think she looks regal as fuck. I mean, I like it. The, the hair, I think, I mean, that, that, that bump is uh, interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's a bloop. <laughs> well, she knew, she knew what she wanted. I, she is the type of queen where I see, like, what she sat down and she designed this look 
and she really thought about the details and she said this is what i want here this is what i want here no that white lace is too high i want it right here that's the yeah. kind of queen she looks like she is yeah, and the jewels all match. I love that little pop of blue on the ring to really tie it all together. Mm -hmm. um, I think the only thing that I'm not a fan of is the eyes because they seem so lost and hidden compared to everything else in the look that just pops. Um, but I do think this is a shoot. Yeah, I like I like it all. I like I like it for what she does and what she gives and for the kind of queen she is. Like this immediately told me the kind of queen we're gonna get, and that, that's what I love about from my looks. Yeah, she's wearing pants. <laughs> You remember yeah. us from these promo look, and it told you exactly who Scarlet was. This is what this is giving me. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I give it a boot for me. Okay, that's fine. I like it. I like it. All right, so we got two toots, one boot. The audience went seventy-eight percent toot, twenty-two percent boot. Um, my question for Janae is: She has everything you might desire in an American drag superstar, but is she what Holland is looking for? Yeah. I think the thing about it is. Drag Race really was kind of the um, the launch pad of seeing queer people and seeing queer artistry in drag. And I think everyone has, everyone outside of the U.S. has a heightened sense of what drag is based on um, American Drag Race. Yeah. And I think she is such a, she's someone who's a little bit before that time. And she is someone who has like moved with the show to heighten herself up to be able to be considered one of the best. Yeah. So I think... I don't know if like, and for the thing of like what I'm seeing from like the really conceptual looks from Holland, if she can go even further than that, then like that's what Holland will accept her. Until then, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think she's probably like the most Cheryl Hole of the cast, where she's definitely oh, yeah. maybe like tried to be the American version of what Holland wants, but I don't know, I, I, I think she's gonna be cool. Yeah, she's gonna be really good. She looks very professional. Very professional. All right, next we have um, in our fourth place right now is patty pam pam or pom pom oh, yeah. really not sure which one it is um you and pam pam it is pam pam huh you placed her this high does yeah i liked her because she just like the detail on this costume was very like she has the heels on her ears and the, like the cost like the fabric looks really pretty i have her as my winner pick really, really? i this is the one that yeah, i resonated the most with I just like the gown. Really? The nails, yeah. the nails, everything just looks so conceptual. Well, like, let, really? let, let's read the bio. Patty Pam Pam or Peter grew up in the south of the Netherlands and is therefore also known Queen of the South. Patty is creative and sweet. She sings, lip syncs, and dances, if necessary, even with a whole show ballet. She is a real surprising appearance, always in homemade couture from head to toe. From camp to fashion, she effortlessly dresses herself and countless other drag queens at home and abroad. Drag is art, and it should be seen. Um, I, I don't know. There's I just something her, about her that I'm excited by. She looks so professional. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, she looks professional. She has, like, some club kid looks. Like, she looks like she can just, like, be very diverse and just polished. Yeah, and um, she is the oldest of the cast at age 34. Oh, damn. Which was a break to my heart because I was like, oh, my God, that's me next year. <laughs> um, but you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. They won New York City Drag Wars at Pieces last year during World Pride. Wow. See, look at that. I, mean, um, look, I didn't even know that. but look. The, the video is um, on her Instagram and you can hear Shaquita say over the performance, why don't I just do that? Because she uses a puppet. 
It was it was it was a very good performance. Um, you think she's gonna be the winner? That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I may it may be because it's the most Dutch look. I think this is someone who is who really has got all the ideas of drag down and ha- like really has every, all the check marks on her list, like good nails, good hair, pretty great makeup, blah blah blah. But there's not a lot of creativity here. What? Um, it's not like in her looks; they're all just very like pretty hair, big pearl necklaces. Well, her like you know what I mean? Yeah, like I mean, and the look is great, but it's also like a thing where it's like, like I love a drag queen who's like just drag, and she's very that queen who's just drag. Like, yeah. like but I don't see a lot of creativity in it. That's fair. I mean, the look is like fine china, but it's not Trinity Taylor. Trinity Taylor definitely did it better. Um, oh, like, very Ariel Versace drag where it's just drag and it's mm-hmm. I think the pattern is quintessential yeah the the tulips are interesting it's very campy I wish it was incorporated a little stronger that being said this entire look reminds you exactly what countries she's from yeah I yeah. mean everything matches the and, and and the one thing that I think is really exciting about the hair is that red blonde and blue braid that leads right to you seeing that crown crown yeah yeah you, but like that's what I mean. Like it's just drag, and I love it. I'm not like I love drag, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's nothing that like I. This is not something that I had never seen before, and this isn't something that blows me away. Right. I mean, Patty is a full service queen, but that but she doesn't really have an edge. But do you need the edge to win Drag Race? I think when it comes to this cast, um, I think the edge is gonna. I think, I, I think one of the best things uh, we've had is like Sherry Needles, where an overwhelming sense of self can always beat out a season pro. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the girls have a, a lot of sense of self um, and maybe not like as much professionalism. And I think like, that's what's gonna be interesting. Is she gonna be able to beat out those girls who, who know their art more, than they more know the uh, basics of drag? Right. I think so. I think she's really funny. She Apparently she can like throw fire up in the air. I think she does like opera that. as well. Yeah, I think she has a lot of talents that- We'll see you guys. Um, so I'm going to actually give this look a two. I give it a two, two. I give it a two. Like, like I said, like, I love drag. Like, yeah, what's really fascinating is the audience went 53% toot, 47% boot. This was the most divisive. Because I think when you're standing next to a bitch who's painted blue, you know what I mean? You're going to like... Well, sure, (laughs) sure, sure. (laughs) Well, let's move on to our third place. It is Madame Madness. Woo! I just, I got her first question on Facebook. Rowan Gerritsen, 24, from Rotterdam. As Madame Madness, Rowan is the bearded queen of Amsterdam and the first bearded queen in drag race worldwide. With the beard, Madness tries to break through the boxes of masculinity and femininity. She wants to spread the message that being different is allowed. Madame Madness has a strict appearance, but is actually very sweet, wise, and open-minded. And just in all of that being said, I completely see that in their drag. They are, they seem like a very queer person, very into themselves, very in, aware of the world around them. Um, they look like they are. Um, they look like um, they would be like closing, um, like Fashion Week in like 1994 for Mugler. Like that's mm-hmm. what they look like. That's what I their drag gives me. Serving looks nonstop. I think yeah. like the 
like the non-showstopper. I feel like it's, 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 I think people are gonna really fall in love with her and like really push her up. I, I yeah. I, so look wise, yeah, look wise, their Instagram is sensational. Some phenomenal looks. I watched a couple performances, and I'm not gonna lie, not the best on stage. Definitely someone who just moves and walks with the motion, not the most dynamic. Granted, some of these were outdoor performances, and y'all know how it's sometimes a little too hot. Um, But compared to someone like Miss Abby OMG, I don't know if they would win in a lip sync. Yeah, I think they're more about the looks instead of, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. bring some little extra gags around the and that's the that's the main thing that scares me about Madame for the season, because I mean this look is really she can sickening. Go either two ways. She can be like a Juno Birch where she's so conceptual and her lip syncs match up to who she is, hundred percent. Um, and maybe those clips weren't the best, but right. I guess um, if we're alone, she's already. And they have like uh, a beautiful gown. It's just very uptight, very. You like very tight. Everything in that look just looks so polished, and her stuff yeah, is way the bigger. the curves are sensational. I mean, here she is, boys. Here she is, world. The bearded queen has arrived, and she's just a little sub- stubble on this one. Um, yeah, I think the only thing that I really wish I was like, wait, you can barely see you wearing a tiara. If you want to be queen, bitch, you you show us wow. that crown. That's true. This That's is true. the this is the queen. A lot of this is the queen. A lot of bearded queens wish they were. You know absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So lot, true, though. A lot of queens are like looking at this and they are screaming their heads off because they're like, "What? Like, I need to start doing this." And like, she's gonna be influencing a lot of like drag queens, including myself, probably in like makeup world because her I eye mean, makeup yeah. is just That's this promo look. This eye look is you know? stunning. Yeah, the eye makeup is so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, she has the best promo look for me. Yeah, I give it a toot. I give a super toot. Yeah, the me audience, too. That's like, what is it, a shoot? Yeah, let's do that. The a audience shoot. went 68% toot, 32% boot. Okay. So 32% don't like that beard. That's what it I is. I think so. Oh, well, that's he, what it is. Here is my burning question. Madame Madness will push the boundaries of what the mainstream, a.k.a. straight audiences, know Drag Race to be. But is she a contender or just a token? And at oh. what point do you think the judges are going to tell her to shave the beard? Yeah, because why they do it in America? Why got to be in another country? Exactly. And like, I, not talking about what we may or may not know about season 13 of a drag race season in America and the potential of a trans performer, um, I just don't want to see Madame Madness be a token. Token, just to push that boundary of like, hey, we're doing it, okay? Like, yeah. Because let's be real, um, the U.S. has some sensational bearded queens. Uh huh. Yes, they do. At, like, and they could have already put put one already in the early absolutely. seasons. Oh my God. The fact that Lucy Stool has not been on Drag Race is a travesty. <laughs> or same thing with Grace Towers. Yeah. But I, I I'm excited for Madame Madness. I think they're definitely going to be someone to watch. They're going to be exciting. That's they're, they're going to be a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. And I think we'll see what they bring to the show. Me too. I'm yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Yeah. All right. Second place we have Chelsea Boy. Chelsea Boy. Brian Vander Heiden, 26 from Amsterdam. 
Brian, born in Helmand, uses his drag to explore topics such as gender and identity together with his audience. As Chelsea Boy, Brian takes audiences to high spheres through live performances full of futuristic influences combined with nostalgic music from the 80s. Unlike many queens, Chelsea Boy uses unconventional materials in her costumes and wears wigs in addition to bald caps, prosthetics, and homemade head sculptures. Chelsea Boy is a chameleon per excellence, or in his own words, a gender hybrid transformer. This was the bio that I read first, and I was like, I don't know what pronouns to use because you've just used both of them referring to... But they also, like, hyped the hell out of them. Like They sure did. looks, it's, like, amazing. I think it's a, a higher step than uh, Madame, uh, the other one, the before one, which is the one... You think so? Madame Madness. I, yeah. The looks I think are... Like she, she has very diverse looks. Like, she can be a beautiful woman, and she can be a very, like, gorgeous, androjo man. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how that's going to help or like hinder her on a runway. Um, I can't imagine what her makeup case looks like. (laughs) The Netherlands are just so open now. Like since I've heard, it's just like, I feel like they would are like this type of drag would be more up to the front, you know, to kind of kick it up. Yeah. I mean, what excites me about Chelsea boy is that we've not seen an artist like this on the franchise. If this were RuPaul's version, Chelsea Boy would be there just long enough to say they cast someone unique, but I have high hopes that Chelsea Boy can last longer simply based on runways on this show because that th- there are some phenomenal looks on that Instagram. They seem to like have a good charisma. They love the stage. They love what they're doing, and they're really cute, too. Mm-hmm. And and they're, like, alive, they're, just... they're alive vocalists, too. They sing. They sing. Yeah, and they oh, sing. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, you can see like her really, uh, or them releasing a album or a couple things and like maybe- yeah. Their line work on their face is impeccable. Mm-hmm. This look, I, 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 so I showed my friend um, all the looks, started with Chelsea Boy, or I, not me, I don't think I started with Chelsea Boy, but it was in the middle. This is the one he reacted to the most and he does, he's not in nightlife at all. If someone who just is a is drag race adjacent is a is excited by Chelsea Boy's promo look, I have very it's high hopes. Amazing it has all the detail like hands or but, but do they have personality though? That's the thing. That's what we'll find oh. out. I think they do based like, on the performance. Yeah, if they're an artist that sings, if they're and they're selling themselves and they're a drag performer, I think he could have like that. But that's the thing too. Like I said, we have seen people like Kim Chi come on the show where like her personality came out like way past the halfway point Mm -hmm. or we'll have, or we'll have a moment of just like, um, I don't know, like a Brooklyn Heights who is incredible, but doesn't have much of her personality and it comes out way too late. But if you, I you feel know. like he just like looks like a rebellious that he would like crowd serve that have person that rebellious personality as well. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I see that too. I mean, but I also personally, she wears, she wears corsets over bodysuits, and I'm not a fan of that. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I personally am going to say that this is the greatest promo look in the franchise. Um, this just this is reinvigorated, reinvigorated my love for drag in a way it, that I haven't had before. Yeah, it's making also, me Also, I will say what I really like about them. I've been waiting for like an alien aesthetics queen to, con- to come on the show and like really give it. And she looked like she's going to be that queen. And I'm really an excited. actual alien, unlike Rita Vega. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
They're gonna put a lot <laughs> of like ideas out there for makeup artists as well. Absolutely, and that I I think there's nothing but positive we can get out of Chelsea Boy. Yeah, and if they don't do well, I mean, in the end, they probably will skyrocket in general yeah. with their careers. If you don't what win. I will say though, my burning question is: Is this the face of Holland's first Drag Race winner? I'm not so sure. Probably not. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they'll go very far, but they're not going to win. Like, I feel like she's going to be the breakout star of the season, but she's not going to do, she's not going to win. Yeah. I, that's like what I'm feeling. <laughs> well, this look for me, absolute toot. I yeah, like toot. it. I love it. The I audience, 96% toot, 4% boot. And finally, who we all had as our, have as a collective winner pick based on the rankings. <laughs> yes. Uh, Envy Peru. I've known her since Peru. I, I'm a Peruvian. So. Yeah. Uh, this Escobar. promo look, her promo look says, I came here to do exactly what you know I'm going to do. Yeah. 31 from Amsterdam. The Peruvian Boris came to the Netherlands with his mother at the age of four. As Envy Peru, Boris is the most followed drag queen on social media in the Ben Lo, a formidable competitor in this competition. Envy founded Drag House, Mermaid's Mansion with her two sisters. One of these sisters is Miss Abby OMG, also a contestant on this season. She definitely serves fashion, looks on her Instagram, and I am able to see her dominate the runway. Oh, um, yeah. She gives you... I mean, she, she's the most famous from this cast. Beautiful. She works well, with all the RuPaul girls. She looks like she'll slay the stage. Like, she just... I love her. I oh, I love her so much. Like I know she's like I've I've even read like Miss. Uh, I I remember having an inter like watching an interview with Violet Chachki and she's like she's one of my dr biggest drag inspirations. Like she's she's influenced Drag Race Girl. She's had work on the show like wigs and things she's made for the girls that um mm -hmm. are on like American Drag Race. She's she is she's know exactly what she's here to do and we're expecting it. We're yeah. also expecting very big things from her and I think she knows it. That is yeah. so true. She's a big, like, she, uh, I think, can really kill it. And, of course, being a sassy Peruvian, she is going to be a bitch as well. Yeah. She's going to be a bitch, and we're going to love her for it. And oh, also, yeah. out of the cast, she knows who she is the most. You know yeah, what I mean? You can see that completely. She knows every fucking thing on her body. Yeah. Um, as but a performer, like, I would say that imagine Raven and Valentina had a baby, and this is the sexy performer that came out of them. Well, she's known as the she's known as the um she's known as the Miss Fame of the of uh, of the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And Which she's I previously collaborated with Vogue and Nikki Tutorials. Yeah. And, then, and if she wins, they, uh, RuPaul can go into uh, uh, Drag Race can uh, South America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. It's kind of like it's kind of like the um, when the Vivian walked in. It's kind of that situation. Like, oh, she's mm -hmm. winning. You know what but, I mean? But but I would also say, didn't we? Didn't a lot of people say the same thing about Tainomi Banks? Did they? Oh yes, because she she was the superstar of that cast. Really oh, interesting. She was the most famous drag queen in Canada. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, same thing with Can the the Canada's drag race, right? Priyanka won. And uh, Rita Vega was like, kind of like, uh, she's a winner, 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 and she was very cocky. Yeah, well, I mean, but Tainomi Banks was literally high. Like when you hire a Canadian drag queen, she's the one you would see on Netflix or Hulu and all or all these okay. ad campaigns. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember we also thought the same thing for Britta Filter. We thought like, oh, oh sure. Britta's absolutely. Winning. 
You know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's either going to go one or two ways from her. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think she's like, I bet I think she's going to go the Aquaria route where Aquaria knows like, I oh, so I got to bring it. Now, oh. it's interesting, um, Desiree, that you said that um, if she wins, they can bring um, uh, Drag Race to South America. Brooklyn Heights didn't win. Oh, it's so true. She came though. in second. And that's kind of how, how I feel Envy Peru might be, where they're going to be like, you're a great runner-up. You can go do things for us because you can't be a winner and do things for us. Or there's, also put her on All-Stars or to fight other people if yeah. she's not a winner, you know? Well, there's rumors there's all, that Nikki Doll is working on a French drag race. So we'll see that, too. Okay. That'd be cool. I'd love it. Um, right I mean, let's, let's, let's discuss this look. It's simple yet very effective. It just it just gives attention. She has the Peruvian colors, and then mm -hmm. she also has oh, the no. blue, the hair, and then like that whole headpiece is just so amazing. And yet again, the uh, third the eye goes with it. Third eye, um, it's just so polished up there, just um, just amazing. Yeah, I mean, and again, do you notice how in this in her solo pose, how she, she is holding how her pose. hands? She knows She's her holding pose. her hands like RuPaul, right? That's how Rude does the hand thing on the runway. And she knows how to pose house down. She'd be like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. She knows what she wants to do. Oh, she's um, going to give you a leg. Leg. Yeah. She is very, very sexy. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I want her to do very, very well. But if she were not to win, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, even if she's... Not a winner. I hope she does a really amazing thing with her career because yeah. the whole a whole country, which is also Peru, is on her goddamn back. Yeah, I mean, Envy Peru is a full package queen, but will she be be dynamic enough to capture the crown with so much more uniqueness within this cast? Yeah, and I think she can. She looks like she has a lot of resources, and you know, with Drag Race, you just sometimes now all you need is good resources. Yeah. For this look, I will absolutely toot this. I will 100% Yeah, we're all in agreement. The audience is in agreement. 92% toot, 8% boot. Ah, whatever. Those people don't know it. Talent or <laughs> fashion. Yeah, I mean. Even what I will go far as to say, she will be one of those queens who will be in the rare um, realm of like being like a, multi like a multiple winner of like four wins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she will even go that far. She is so incredibly talented and so incredibly like skilled on what drag is. Oh yeah, yeah. she is polished down boots. Now, what I love to do um, for this podcast is I like to reveal what the current Instagram followings are for the cast. Okay. Um, without looking, how many people on this cast do you think are non-swipe upable, aka under ten thousand? Under 10,000? I, I feel like a lot of them are like on the edge of 10,000. And then like a lot of them are like, a, a few of them are like a, a little bit over 10,000. Yeah, it's like probably 50-50. There are only three that are under 10,000. Oh. All right, so we're going to go again from lowest to highest. Um, Mama Queen has 9,547 followers. Janae Jackie, 9,659. Patty Pam Pam, 9,835. Seter Jean, 10.4 thousand. Megan Schoonbrood, 10.7 thousand. Madame Madness, 16.8 thousand. Chelsea Boy, 17.8 thousand. Miss Abby OMG, 23.1 thousand. Room, 23.5 thousand. 
And Envy Peru at 94.9 thousand followers. Room Service got it because of the YouTube. Yeah, but I think it's very interesting. I, I will, I'll predict that the three under 10K will get 10K after premiere night. Probably. I can't wait for the entrance. The entrance in the first episode is always... Oh, it's so good. Now, let, oh, let's... Yeah, let's have some burning question discussions. How much of this series will be in Dutch compared to English? I don't think... I mean, it's probably going to be a lot of most subtitles, but kind of like Thailand, that might have some words, because kind of like in the promo, he was very back mm -hmm. and forth. Yeah, I agree. I, I like I I don't think it's going to be 100% English and 100% Dutch. I think it's going to be like very much not 50/50, but maybe like like 70 20. 75, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm, it's going to definitely be very interesting. Um I'm excited to try to learn Dutch through watching um uh <laughs> Get some sickening little slang. Now, my next question again, how much pop music will we get or do you think the lip syncs will be Dutch pop stars? Uh, probably 50-50 again, like kind of like Thailand. They got like. I think what's gonna happen is they're going to do like really big American artists who are big in like uh, the Netherlands and Holland, and like that's mostly what we're gonna hear. And are there any American Nether Netherland artists in America? I don't know of any Dutch Americans offhand. Yeah, but I know people you know. like I know like Madonna's really big in the Netherlands, mm -hmm. and I know something with like Shakira is like really big. So that's what I really predicted here. Probably, um, yeah. Now, we saw in Canada's Drag Race that every um, video message we got was from RuPaul. Do you think Ru has done the same thing for this one? Nah, she got yeah. the first one. You know, you know <laughs> I think that's because I think RuPaul, like, like when they revealed the host, RuPaul was like, I want you to do it. And uh -huh. she was also like, Drag Race, so I think so. I think Rue will definitely have a presence. Rue's picture will be in that workroom, and you're not getting away from RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> now, last one. How many classic drag race challenges do you anticipate to see? Um, probably, they're probably going to repeat a few things and probably start, like, I would love to see the, the like, like the nether and looks heritage stuff kind of thing like mm -hmm. they did in yeah, Thailand. I think we're going to get definitely like a ball challenge. I think we're definitely going to get like a lot acting, of acting, singing acting challenges. I think we're going to get a few of them. Same thing with Canada's Drag Race, like they did, but they also introduced a lot of cool new challenges. So I think we're going to get mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. Well, do you do you think it's safe to say we will have Snatch Game? Of course, they have to have Snatch Game. Probably got yeah, a little different though. Yeah, I bet. I think Snatch Game will be very interesting. It will be, it, and it will be very interesting for an American audience to watch because if they're going to do like um, Dutch. Like celebrities will be like cool I hope, that looks fine <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I guess that's how they act like very that yeah i i'm, I'm excited for this show okay. i i will pick nikki tutorials and fast game and they're gonna do horrible i already see it <laughs> yeah i i think this is gonna be a good series like this, this the the promo look all together like it's just exciting I just hope they keep going with a second or a third. I hope they don't stop it because I would yeah. love to see more artists from the Netherlands because they look amazing, very queer, very open, and very talented. I would love America and other places to learn from them. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's going to be. I think this is the best promo look in Drag Race history. I agree. I think. I I think like I think also this is like I said this to my friend the other day. I was like, 
we have learned that like Instagram drag makeup is now a whole different cut. Like makeup, makeup has gotten better, so drag makeup has automatically gotten better. And this is the most like Instagram drag makeup queens of like in any franchise. Yeah, it's very like none of them are very like bad. It's just like their makeup and everything is just so solid. Yeah, it's so solid. Yeah, and like that's what I think. That's I think the makeup looks are going to be very astonishing. Like I said, like. I, I don't think I can't clock anybody's makeup for being bad, but I I understand they're all artistic choices. Yep. Yeah, and I know we've seen some uh, behind the scenes footage. Uh, Fred Van Leer in drag. Do you think that he will host in drag? I, um, I kind of hope so, and I'm glad that they have experience being a drag queen because, like, I I think all for all drag races franchises. There, there at least needs to be like someone who at least has done some type of drag. I just hope he's likable because you know how the, like the the audience is very just related and clinged on to Michelle and RuPaul mm-hmm. that they can cause problems with this. And dude. they'll destroy anyone they don't approve, mm-hmm. approve of. Right. So I don't know. Maybe he might be a boy. Maybe it will be better for a drag. But you know, RuPaul does not like sharing that Ru that that Ru spotlight. Exactly, and that's why I find it fascinating that we don't know anyone else in the panel yet. Yeah. So we'll see. I really do think, like, um, I don't know who else they could get. Like, that's the thing, though, because it's, like, they would have to get either, like, a really huge, like, Netherlands pop star, but I don't know any huge Netherlands pop star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or maybe other famous, famous drag Holland performers. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, some queer artist that fought in history in their Netherlands that might kind of do that thing. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to share about thoughts, questions, concerns, comments about Drag Race Holland? I'm just excited. I'm just very excited for the looks. Um, I cannot wait to see all the American American queens like still all the makeup looks from these girls. (laughs) They're going to be putting us out of business. Like, honey. Oh, yeah. That means all of us have to step our pussies up after... If they're gonna kill it just like Thailand and um, oh man, they're gonna be giving us a run for our money. Yeah. Well, where can we find you both on social media? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at devote.moment. And for me, you can find me anywhere at Desiree Dick69. That's D I K 69. Well, it was. Oh, sorry. Awesome. Well, it was an absolute pleasure having you both on the podcast and chatting about Drag Race Holland. I can't wait to do it more and more and more. Me either. I'm so excited. The biggest thanks to DeVoe and Desiree for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.